Good morning. Jerry Agar in for John Moore is on vacation this week. He'll be back with you next week. So is climate change affecting food security? What can Canadians do to prepare? That's the question. And the president of Farmers for Climate Solutions, the owner of the new farm outside Collingwood, is Brent Preston. And he joins me now. Brent, good morning. Morning, Jerry. How long have you been a farmer? Uh, almost 20 years we've been farming here, my wife and I. Why? Uh, well, we originally started farming because we thought that we could make a positive contribution to the fight against climate change. We thought we could provide our community with good, healthy food. And uh, we've, we've, that's been one of our guiding principles since we started, is that we want to farm in a way that's going to reduce greenhouse gas emissions and um, you know, make our environment a better place. The reason I asked is because I'm from a farming community and it's hard work. It's very hard work. It's it's really tough. It's it's not an easy way to make a living, but it can also be really uh, rewarding work. It's uh, you know a great place to raise a family. We've raised two kids here. We have a beautiful community in Cremor, Ontario, and uh, it's 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 very satisfying work. It's nice to be able to look at the end of the day and see what you've accomplished. Well, what are you growing? We're growing uh, vegetables here. So we primarily grow cut salads, uh, the, the kind that you get in the supermarket in the, in the clamshell. It's all washed and ready to eat. Uh, we, we provide that to supermarkets in southern Ontario and to uh, restaurants. All right. So you've been doing it for 20 years. Do you believe that you have seen a change in the climate that you're dealing with? Nobody is closer to that than a farmer. Absolutely. I mean, we've, we've seen the, the, the climate change here on our farm. Uh, when we started, we, the first five years we farmed, we didn't have any irrigation system, and now it's uh, our irrigation is absolutely essential. We relied on rainfall, and now our rainfall is coming uh, in in really uh, violent deluges all at once, and then we'll have weeks and weeks with no rain at all. Uh, and we've also seen much higher temperatures. So we're, we're, uh, we, we grow leafy greens. They like cool weather. So it's become increasingly challenging to grow our greens uh, because it's just too hot. Is there any chance you would actually move your farm further north? No, I don't think so. I mean, the, the location of our farm, part of it is the microclimate that we grow in, but a big part of it is also access to our market. And uh, Southern Ontario has a has a huge uh, market that we can that we can uh, sell into. And so the farther away we get from our market, the less competitive the price of our product is. So we're trying to adapt to the to the climate rather than move. So we're doing lots of things on our farms to make ourselves more resilient and farmers all across Canada are doing the same thing. Brent Preston is the president of Farmers for Climate Solutions and the owner of the new farm outside Collingwood. Um, just the last time I went grocery shopping on the weekend, I bought a package of that. You just open up the package, dump the stuff in a bowl, open another little package with the croutons and another little package with the, with the sauce and uh, salad dressing and mix it all up because I'm too lazy to chop vegetables. I guess uh, is it a chance it's your product that I'm eating? Not if you're not if it had a little package of croutons in it. Ours is just salad, but uh, but it's a similar product.
All right. Um, so are, are you dealing with an issue that is your issue as a farmer, or do you think that uh, that you're going to change the planet? Because here's the thing that, that I often say. I, some people believe when they listen to me do my show that uh, I don't believe there's climate change. That isn't my issue. My issue is that whatever the issue is around the planet, it's not being caused by Canadians. It's, it's being caused by India and China and to some extent the United States. And uh, it just impacts us, might impact you as a farmer, impacts us as taxpayers because of the carbon tax and all of that. But realistically, we're, we're just a, a less than a drop in the bucket. Well, the, the science is pretty clear that Canadians have uh, a mo- almost the highest emissions per capita in the world. So each Canadian... Yeah, that doesn't matter. There aren't any of us. Well, there are there are a lot of us. I mean, you, the the uh, the the Canadians. This is a global pro- sorry global problem, and if we're going to address the problem, then everyone needs to get on board. Farmers are no different from anyone else. Farmers account for about ten percent of Canada's greenhouse gas emissions. We have a role in bringing those down. We have we have practices that we can employ on the farm that can bring those down those emissions down and um, improve our bottom line. So it, to me, it's a no-brainer. Um, we all, we've all caused this problem. We all have to fix it. And the sooner we get, uh, get going on it, the, uh, the less painful it's going to be. Yeah, you and I aren't agree on that because, uh, you know, there's a few million of us and there's 1.4 million, billion, 1.4 billion people in India. And then you have China and you have the other bigger countries. And we could just, we could ruin our entire economy and it wouldn't change anything on the planet. People would still be dealing with that, uh, that issue. But if you, you said improve your bottom line, can you do green farming, so to speak, uh, and, uh, and also make a good living? Absolutely. We, our, our farm has been consistently profitable for more than 15 years. Uh, it's, our own, it's the only source of income for my wife and I. We make, uh, you know, it's hard work, as you said before, but we make a good living here on the farm. And there's lots of farmers across Canada who are doing the same thing, who are employing really, really innovative problem, uh, um, practices to reduce their greenhouse gas emissions, to make them more resilient in the face of climate change and doing very well financially at the same time. The, the issue is that there, the, some of the practices that we want to employ on our farm, like say cover cropping, which we've done for many years, that's growing a crop in the field that's not uh, going to be harvested. It's simply to feed the soil and to improve the quality of the soil. That practice um, pays dividends after five or six years of having it in place. But for the first five or six years, it costs the farmer money. So what we need is support for farmers to get over that hurdle to de-risk these new practices so they can get to the point where they can uh, reap the financial rewards of having these practices in place long term. So do those practices ultimately contribute to the increase in grocery prices people are so concerned about? No, the, the increase in grocery prices are, are in part uh, coming about, well, we all know part of it's because of war in the Ukraine. There's a lot of different, uh, there's general inflation across the economy, but a lot of these increased grocery prices are coming because of climate change. I mean, it's costing Canadian consumers a lot right now. Uh, I grow vegetables. Most of the vegetables that we eat in Canada come from places like California, where they're in the midst of a a grueling 
multi-year drought caused by climate change. It's not going to get any better in our lifetime. We're going to see increasing food insecurity as places around the world that provide our food are, are facing these extreme climate events. So it's in everybody's interest to make small investments now to make our own domestic food system more resilient and more uh, more able to deal with the changes we're seeing from climate change. Um, and that'll lead to long-term stability in grocery prices. Brent Preston is the president of Farmers for Climate Solutions. He's the owner of the new farm outside Collingwood. So you grow vegetables. What do you do in the wintertime? In the wintertime, we take a break. We, uh, we, we um, have some time off because we're working full blast um, all through the summer months. Uh, and then we also, my wife and I also work on these um, policy issues for organizations like Farmers for Climate Solutions, where we try to work with governments and with uh, food companies to get better uh, policies in place to support farmers to make the transition to climate-friendly farming. All right. So what is a, this is your season right now? Like you're not a greenhouse operation. You're growing out there in the field. Absolutely. We're right in the thick of the season right now. I've, I just came in from the from the, the barn where I was getting things set up for uh, for today's harvest. Yeah, but you grow vegetables. You're missing out on the fun of uh, milk and cows. Yeah, well, I think some people might disagree on on characterizing milking cows as fun. Um, I, 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 <laughs> I always thought it was fun, but it was because it wasn't my farm. It was my grandpa's farm, and then I just went home. Yeah, I used to milk on my uncle's farm, and it was it was fun when I was twelve. But I, I, it's less fun when you have to do it twice a day every day. So um, we we love growing vegetables. We love uh, providing you know good healthy food for people, and we do have cattle on the farm. We have beef cattle that that uh, graze our fields when they're not producing vegetables. And that's another, another way that we can make our farm more resilient. We, the, grazing cattle um, on our farm improves the soil health, uh, make, puts more organic matter in our soil, less carbon dioxide out of, out of the atmosphere, which is really positive for the climate, and it makes our far, farm more productive. So these are, the, these, these are the kind of things Canadian farmers are doing to adjust to, the, to climate change. Brent Preston, president of Farmers for Climate Solutions. He's the owner of the new farm outside Collingwood. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. All right.